Money doesn't define me as a man, and if I allow the money to define my manhood, then I failed. At the end of the day, you should respect your husband, regardless. If you're earning more than him, why should you treat him any less? Some ladies that I have counseled and I've been around, of, you know, they have very uh, misguided expectations of a man. The unhealthy independent woman says, I don't need a man. The healthy independent woman says, I do. And she's aware of that. If your woman is empowered, it's really and truly a win-win and also it's a testament to you as a man. Real manhood is knowing your responsibility, accepting that responsibility and delivering on that responsibility. Okay? And it's as simple as that. An empowered woman is a blessing in Hey guys, welcome back to Candid with me, Lady T. Um, this is your podcast where we delve into topics such as family, relationships, love, sex, career, situationships and more. Pretty much topics that matter the most and ones that you'd never think were possible to talk about. Now, on this episode, <laughs> we are talking the tradition, the change in traditional roles of men and women. Oh, this has got a few people's back up already and we're asking certain questions such as you know what do we actually mean by traditional roles you know women become the breadwinner does being an independent woman deny a man's role in your life what would be that role shivery is this now not a double standard is this a double standard now is it still a thing is chivalry dead uh is it a problem when the woman earns more than the man and is there a lack of respect as well so these are the things to talk about today but before we start talking i need to introduce the panel okay so i've got the ladies they're here so who have i got first hey guys it's tamala aka spicy tea <laughs> we'll just forget about that. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> Hi, it's Tony, aka the judge. Boom. Yeah. That mag, that mallet thing, right? We need, that... to, we need to get some sound effects. Yeah, we need to, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that for next time. Okay, cool. And then our special guest. Sherlene C. C. Wilson. Mm. Yeah, not quite working. <laughs> so I was trying to do a sound effect, but it just didn't quite work out. Okay. Uh and then we have Yo, what's really good, people? It's your brother in the Lord Triple O. Oh. And it's the love ambassador, I guess, Age. Age? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to, f- I'm sorry. I really am going to find, for the, for the next ones, I so will find good. sound effects, of course. And, of course, via Skype, we have the one and only. It's Pastor G. How are you guys doing? Yes, we are good. Uh, pastor G is the senior pastor of um, Rock Church London and also the author of, uh, what's your book called again? Because uh, it's so long, I forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the Colours of Love Relationship Manual. There you go. So yeah, if you're single, engaged, married, that's a book for you to definitely have. Okay, so the changing traditional roles of men and women past the G. Um, all right, here's the first question to you. What mm-hmm. do we actually mean by traditional roles? I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I'm <laughs> <for 10 years>. um, <laughs> I mean, the, the world has changed so, so drastically, you know, um, you know over, the, over the years. 
Uh, I, I guess for me, I, I'm more uh, inclined to see marriage as a partnership. So in a partnership, you do whatever it takes to make it work. Uh, most people that know me know that I am addicted to basketball. Uh, after God and family, I love basketball. And um, and in a basketball, whether you're playing as a center or a point guard, sometimes your role may have to change. You may have to guard certain people just to make sure you get the win. So for me, in marriage, you have to do whatever it takes to get a win. So when people talk about traditional roles, they're talking about, oh, the man goes out to work, the woman stays at home uh, to, um, you know, to look after the kids or to cook and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that is tradition. But you know, I believe that oftentimes tradition is the enemy of revelation. Um, a lot of these things are man-made rules. They're cultural things that are sipped into our into our in, into our relationships, into even Christian dating or Christian marriages as well. So um, I, I believe more in partnership. Uh, myself, my wife, we we do whatever each needs to do to make it work. There was a time when I was going to ministry, when I started ministry. Uh, my wife was when I was going to work. Uh, I was at home studying and preparing myself for ministry and looking after our first son. Um, you know, that gave me time to set up a church, to set up other businesses, so now that myself and my wife and other people can be employed through those organizations. So we needed that time. Um, so, hey, I guess tradition is, it depends what way you define it as. I mean, we, we, we seem to be okay, not, not, um, not dancing to the rhythm of tradition. Hmm. Okay, interesting. All right, so we're going to go to you, um, Tony. Um, for you, traditional roles, what is it for you? Um... Well, as some of you know me already, I'm very much, you know, I like, you know, a man to be like how a man is, a woman to be like how a woman is. But listening to what um, you were saying, um, I think some things work in certain relationships. For me as a person, there's certain things that I would expect uh, my husband to do as a man. Whether it's the typical traditional role, I, I don't care. It's what, like, I like, you know, so... Yes, it's about, you know, getting to that main goal. But there's things that I can do very good as a woman and there's things that he can do very good as a man. So it, it just works, you know. So I, I think it does depend. For me, I'm very much like, yes, I like a man to be a man. But I can understand listening back that for some people, they don't mind the kind of swap of certain stuff. But for me, it's just, nah. nah. Yeah. Be a man, do you think? I understand. Woman. Wow. Well, I okay. understand. I understand that. All right, Ayo, because as soon as you have something to say. No, I don't. <laughs> Yes. Yes. All right, triple for you. Traditional roles. What are we defining as traditional roles? Uh-huh. No, I'm serious. No, I'm so I guess it's like maybe yeah. the, um, you know, obviously we all know that the man is the head of the house. Um, there's certain decisions that he's going to make in terms of money, I guess. He, I'm not saying he's not going to discuss it with his wife, but, you know, um, as a wife, I would look to my husband to say, okay, um, this is what I'm thinking about. Yes, I want your input, but I think this is the best way. And I think, okay, yeah, I trust my husband in that. I'm going to kind of follow it. So I think it's just the typical things that you might be able to think of as what a man would typically do. I think it's just that. I, th- I so. still think the lines are being blurred because if we're talking, I think there's traditional mm-hmm. roles as in like um, woman, stay at home, raise the kids um, and, you know, that kind of gender expectation. But then there's biblical roles as in like, oh, I want to submit to you. I want you to, you know, be the head of the household. I want you to guide and shepherd. So it's like, 
if we can differentiate between the two because do I believe in biblical roles yes is a woman supposed to submit yep. to her husband yes but not in an oppressive way but in terms of like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take the responsibility which can be good and bad yeah, so meaning that if, 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 if everything goes goes to I was going to say something watch my tongue if everything goes belly up then <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to fall on or fall on fall on fall on the man and mm-hmm. it's been like that from the beginning yeah, you understand that yeah. even when Adam in, the, in Genesis when um, Eve ate from the 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 the, the, the fruit the tree um the mm, condemnation and sin did not come until human beings until adam ate from the fruit so the responsibility was on adam um and i feel that's that that's the way it should be the responsibility of a household should fall upon a man mm. but then when we're talking about more traditional kind of oh um a man must earn more than his wife um mm. a woman must stay at home and look after the children mm. or my food must be ready by seven o'clock mm-hmm. i want my poundage i'm in a goosey soup and all that kind of stuff <laughs> then i think that's when you start thinking actually do you know what traditional roles can can just go outside exactly. the window but what you just mentioned earlier when you spoke about adam and you know you spoke about like the man being um there's something you said earlier about like making uh, decisions decisions. that is in itself the traditional role so i think that's biblical yeah but But, it's also i think it does kind of um come down to how women and it shapes culture feel about certain things and what they expect of a man which again is that traditional so i think it they can be intertwined but if you don't if, if you don't separate between the two you are going to have very blurred lines and you're going to have people, um, men playing very, men failing to be men and women playing the role of a man. And then once you step into that, then you, your household. But then the traditional role, if you think of the traditional role of a man and of a woman, that wouldn't happen if you are following the, because what I said in the beginning was that mm-hmm. I do agree with it, like the typical role of a man, typical role of a woman. So if you are following yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you're not going to uh, get into that situation where the bl- the lines are going to be blurred and a woman's going to be, you know. It, so I think it, for me, that's why it works. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, there is, there is definitely some overlap. I, I strongly I, agree. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. w- you have to be very, very careful to see very the cool. difference between the overlap and the blurring of lines. Because mm-hmm. the biblical conditioning of, uh, of of a household does shape traditional views it does mm. so you're going to see some overlap in yeah. that sense but then when it's the other way around you see traditional views Very being um prioritized over biblical views and people saying oh we're in the 21st century this is how it's supposed to be or when mm. then that's when it gets really really messy so yeah, yeah there agree. will be some overlap but can I, guys can i can i jump in very quickly mm. yeah I'm sure gonna, go for it you guys pass your friends up yeah just to kind of interject very quickly um uh, you know I, I think what trip was saying so is so on point because you have to define what traditional roles are we talking about? Uh, if it's the Bible, then perfect. Let you know. Let's do this. I can I can back that up. As I said uh, in previous previous shows and episodes, that I, I you know I look at life through um, a biblical worldview. That's you know, that's that's my standpoint and stuff. But nowadays things have become very blurred. So some ladies that I have counselled and I've been around of you know they are very uh, misguided expectations of a man. All right. And when a man fails to live up to those expectations, that man is no longer in their eyes. Can you give an example? So, for, for instance, if you guys, guys going to marry me, it's going to get me a ring that's worth this amount of money. <laughs> otherwise, he's not a man. We've got we to be careful. We've got to be careful of things like that. We've got to be careful of things like that. If he's not six foot five and dark and handsome, he's not a man. You know, we, and, and this, you know, they sound very laughable, but they are the real things that a lot of people are using as prisms and, and, and as, as lenses to, to look at men from. 
And a lot of men are suffering from a lot, a lot of deficiencies in terms of the self-esteem and, mm. and their identity because they don't feel like they measure up to, to what's being painted women. out there on in Hollywood or on, on, on social media. <clears throat> so we, we got to be very, very careful out there. A lot of men, you know, are, you know, I'm not sure if this is the right form to say that I can get into a lot of trouble for this, but there are some men, and I'm going to use my language very carefully, who have uh, decided uh, in their mind or and in their life and in their actions that they're no longer going to pursue the opposite sex. Are you guys mm. following what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to be careful of my words. Yeah. All right. They're gonna they're gonna stay on the same team, basically. Right. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've got to be careful. Yeah. I've got to be careful. Um, and um, spoke to a gentleman about this, and he's saying the reason why is he doesn't feel he can meet the expectation of the modern woman. Mm. Now, wow. now, now we're talking real stuff. Now, wow. okay, you know what, what is the what, what, you know what is the role of a man? Mm. What is, yes, the man's meant to lead the house, be the priest of the house. You know, um, my sister mentioned learning learn about finances. I don't look after the finances of my house. And it works my for wife, you. My wife does that because she's you. better. Mm. <laughs> she's better. For me, I buy what I see. <laughs> All right? It works for you. you yeah. Know, my wife is, you know, she makes sure that, okay, she weighs things up. Do we need it? Shall we have in this season? So she looks after that, that sort of thing. Yes, I'll, I'll bring in the money, but she also brings the money too. Okay, you know? interesting. And so, right. we, you know, yeah, so we we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta weigh some stuff up. Okay, um, Ayo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a student of a particular um, minister who's passed away now. God mm-hmm. bless his soul, um, Miles Monroe. Um, he wrote a book called "Understanding the Power and Purpose of Man." Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and now, yeah, in in that book, he he stated six distinct kind of qualities of mm. a man. Okay, I'm looking at the role that God plays in our life and how God, you know, how God fathers us. Okay, he said, number one, God is a visionary. Okay, yes. um, visionary is number one. Leader is number two. Okay, um, provider is number three. Protector mm-hmm. is number four. Teacher mm-hmm. is number five. And cultivator is number six. Okay, mm. um, I bought into that straight away, you know, because I looked at God and I looked at how God has looked after me, you know, and mm. I see, I've seen how God has played those particular roles in my life thus far as well. And, and I think as a man and for, and, and for men, godly men anyway, out there nowadays, I think looking at God, uh, how God looks after us, that should be our template. Looking at the role that God plays in our lives and how God looks after us and how God fathers us, I think that in itself should be our traditional if you want to call it that or our, our, our main kind of template for manhood i think i'll leave that there for now hmm. okay um where do i go from there I, yeah there's there's some sense there definitely some sense well said, well said. yeah all right so um then moving on to you know the breadwinner you know women becoming the breadwinner because this this then becomes an issue because traditionally okay mm. let's just be honest traditionally it is the man's thing to be the breadwinner like even back in the like you know 30s 40s civilization it was all about the men bringing in the bacon going out to work the women staying at home that was traditional roles and the, the men were the ones bringing the money but now women becoming the breadwinner this is now seeming 
to be a problem for some men that get a bit of a stickler for it because the woman's earning more and it's just like oh she's not going to respect me this and that and it just yeah it just becomes a little bit chaotic so um is it a problem for a woman to become a breadwinner tam <laughs> um is it a problem for women to become a breadwinner I don't know. I think it's couple by couple basis. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I can't say yes. I can't say no. For me, hmm. I don't know. It's a hard question. It's a hard question. I think it's more how you just manage the money as a couple rather than who's earning the most. And then oh. the day you should respect your husband, regardless. If you're earning more than him, why should you treat him any less? That says a lot about the woman, you know. Um, sometimes that could happen. A woman could be earning more than a man <clears throat> at one season of their marriage and then the man takes over and then he earns more. Do you know what I mean? It's how you yeah. manage the money together and you just have to ma maintain that respect. So that's my view on it, really. Okay, what about Perfect. you, Tony? Um, I agree with Tam. Um, I don't necessarily think that a woman making more money um, changes the fact that the man is still the head of the house. Um so yeah, I agree. There's nothing more to add to that one. I, I agree. I think someone who would make a man feel a certain way because she makes more money, as you said, it's her character. Um, yeah, nothing more to say on that one. Shelley? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't see it as being, you know, an issue. If the woman is the breadwinner, then they're on a team, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got relatives who, you know, the wife goes to work and the dad stays at home and he he looks after his two children. That That's that's what they've chosen. Mm. It works for them. You know, she's in a really, 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 really high paid job. So he doesn't necessarily have to go and work. So there's the stability that the children have in the household of like, dad's always home. Traditionally, it's usually the other way around, but it works for them. So I think I think there's a difference between tradition and culture. That's I think culture plays a really big role, um, or a really big part in all of this. You know what we're discussing, but personally, I don't think that you know the woman becoming a breadwinner in the household is a problem. Okay, and from a guy's perspective, triple. Um, it's not a problem. It shouldn't be a problem, but it can be a problem, and I think sometimes we. Um, Fant not fantasize. We like to idealize this in in a way where it's like, oh yeah, a Christian woman, you know, she will love her husband. And yes, you know, in in an ideal scenario, yes, that should be the case. And I truly, I truly do believe there are women who are who love the Lord enough not to allow money to become a thing. But the reality of it sometimes can be very, very different. Um, and if a woman's character um, isn't in a, in a position where she puts Christ first and foremost or not even just on the woman not even to solely put it on the woman sometimes the pride of a man um, Ram, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be the provider and this is just I'm just giving you from a man's perspective I'm supposed to be the provider I'm supposed to be the one who's supposed to be um, you know you know, doing all of these things she's supposed to be and if, if, if he hasn't got himself in check he then can feel insignificant or he can feel inferior um, and that, that could then that maybe that's a fault on his part um, or sometimes, I've, and I've heard instances, sometimes, you know, there will be arguments between a, a husband and wife and they'll be arguing and they'll be talking. And then all of a sudden the woman will be like, oh, well, I earn more than you anyway, or I'm doing this anyway. And she may not necessarily say that in a, in a malicious way, but it's just the fact of, you know, the matter. So I think that's why I said it shouldn't be a problem, but it can come up. And it, it's something where I think both parties need to be very honest with themselves. Um, and if it's something that they built together, fair enough. But then if it's something where, or she was in this space beforehand, before she met him, people then can, you know, there's, there's public perception as well. So there's all these different factors that need to be considered. And I think we shouldn't be um, 
um, ignorant of them, but mm. then at the same time, we shouldn't allow these these factors to define who we are mm. and the decisions we make and and the journey that we're, we're we're supposed to undertake. So, if your wife was earning eighty k and you were earning like say twenty five k as a man, how would that make you feel? For me, oh, that's a really good question because I can give you the Christian biblical, the wow. Christian kind of answer. <laughs> yeah, but the reality is okay as a, as a man personally, yeah, mm-hmm. and this is me just being very very honest. I would be like, okay, cool. Like, this is the woman that I love and this is the person I want to spend my life with. And we know that what's mine is hers and what's hers is mine. So we have become one. And I'm fine with that. And, you know, I believe that she will respect, you know, our relationship to kind of not to throw it in my face. But a part of me, and if I'm being, this is me just being very honest, a part of me will feel like, bro, okay, this this is a big difference. But what am I doing outside of money to show that i am now yeah very good point um, because money doesn't define me as a man and if i allow the money to define my manhood then i failed Mm. do you understand like if i'm defined by what's in my bank account i could be in a position where i earn 20 times more than she does that doesn't make me any more of a man than somebody who's in that position um so if i get to the point where i've allowed my you know the the salary to kind of define who i am as an individual and my manhood then i failed and to be honest with you i don't deserve to be leading a woman um, because they always say, what's the adage they say? Um, the man is the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. neck yeah. So you you know, I can't do anything without her support anyway. Do, 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 do you so I need I need to get to a place where I humble myself before the Lord and say, okay, cool. This is the situation. Pray like we're together. We're one. Like we are one. And if if we we're genuinely one, then this is this is a blessing. You go and earn ninety k. Go and earn a hundred k. Because at the end of the day, it's it's us together. And, and I believe that a biblical woman or a genuine genuinely god-fearing woman would not use that as a as a means of belittling a man but that my flesh will be like rah okay cool i need to kind of make sure that there are other things that that i'm putting in place to make sure that i'm not you know lacking or not that that's an area of lack but just to make sure i'm playing my position in the house and it doesn't wow. mean as well, sorry, it doesn't mean as well just because a woman's earning more, um, you as a man can't continue to strive and, you know, mm. work hard still. It doesn't mean, okay, let me just sit back and relax a little bit now. So I thought I mentioned that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So does being an independent woman deny a man's role in your life and what what would that role be? Uh, we'll start with you, Shirley. This is a good question. <laughs> She's ready. Yes. Let's do this. Um, it's interesting because because I get this a lot about being an independent woman, right? This whole independent woman thing, and 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 oftentimes like I'll have I'll have men say this, and maybe you guys can help me to understand it a bit more. But I would hear them say like, "Well, like I I don't know that I've got what it takes to be with you," mm. because they see the independence or or they, they the. Pers- the, well, there is independence because I'm getting on and I'm just doing what I'm doing, isn't it? Like, I'm getting on with that. But but what they're not seeing is where where there is actual room for them. And if they spoke to me for longer than five minutes, they'll realise, like, there is a whole heap of room because I mm. need help behind the scenes. So the independence, the, the perception of that, like, oh, she's making a decision, she's going to this country, she's writing this book, she's doing this. All of those things are what I do because it's what I do. It's a part of my mission. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a part of what God has called me to. But the in, in terms of or in terms of their perception, they then think, oh, she doesn't need a man. Where do I fit into where would I fit into this? Do you see what I'm saying? So that becomes a really big challenge. But 
when I say to them, I make decisions because I have to, not because I want to. And it would be very, very awesome to have a guy who would be able to make decisions Mm -hmm. for me. Do you know what I mean? Or advise me on certain things. There's things that I'm doing because I have to do them, but I don't necessarily want to do them. So I don't think that the independent woman thing is how you define that, is how how is the independent woman defined? And I say it like this. I say the, in, the, the unhealthy independent woman says, I don't need a man. The healthy independent woman says, I do. And she's aware of that. I know I need a man. Okay. I'm independent. But I need a man. <laughs> I do. I honestly do. Okay, let me not get to you because that sounds like if I'm desperate. But no, I need but no, I I, yeah. I need a man because I'm like I'm independent, but there are certain things that I want a man to do. Like mm. sure. I, I know I could do it, but I don't want to do it. This is, I want and, you and, to do and it. This is what I'm saying. Like, mm. okay, so in terms of like I can do a lot of things, yeah? A lot. Mm. I can put shelves up, I can change my car tires, yeah. I know about how to do oil, I know about that, I can change plug plugs are easy. I know how to do things. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't I don't necessarily need a man to come to my house and drill holes in my walls and put up my IKEA shelves. I can do it on my own because I was taught. Now, the difference is I know if I don't want to do it, that I'm okay to ask a man to come and do it for me. Like, would you would you mind doing this for me? Even though I can do it, doesn't mean that I have to. Mm-hmm. And the way that I learned that was, again, I was in my kind of, this is in my unhealthy, independent mode. I can just do it myself. I don't need to ask my dad. One day I phoned my dad. I said, hey, dad, can I borrow your drill? And he said, oh, yes, yes, you're going to mash up my drill. He was, like, <laughs> he was convinced I was going to break his drill. Absolutely convinced. And he, but he, he ended up saying, okay, fine, no problem. You know, like you can come and get the drill. When I hung up the phone, I heard God said to me, he said, that borrowing the drill is not the issue. It's because you don't need him to do it. That's why he had the problem. That's why he had the attitude. So I called my dad back and I said, hey, dad, you know what? Would you mind coming around and putting the shelves? Oh, yes, I'm coming. And I realized not just because I can, do I have to. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Not because I can do I have to. So. Okay. Yeah. And all right. So for you, um, gents, this whole independent woman thing, because I know this I'd is love a, to hear this. yeah, this is a bit of an issue. <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> this is a bit of an issue um, for some men because they've seen the whole independent woman thing is just like, well, she can do it. I don't need to do it. I, I don't even need to approach her, pursue her, or it's going to be, you know, a whole heap of other things. Mm-hmm. So um, the whole independent woman thing do you does it does it bother you or not no or pastor g says no okay why does it not bother Um, you sir uh an empowered woman is a blessing in a relationship Mm. that's a stronger stronger partnership can you teach on that on sunday please (laughs) 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 just saying sorry can you say that again please say that quote again an empowered woman an empowered woman is a blessing to the relationship, yeah, is a blessing to the partnership. I think if any man is intimidated by a woman who is empowered, or I mean, I don't like using the word independent because I think that that that's that has a, a whole new connotation. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think the word we're looking for really and truly is it's a woman who's empowered, would know what she wants to do, and she goes and gets it, and she needs no permission from any man to go and do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. She, can, she can go to work. She can do things by herself. You know, I grew up um, just with me and my mother. My mother was an empowered woman. So that's why I didn't have a problem with a woman bringing me up as a man. You know, I didn't lack anything. 
Mm. You know, there's some moments where I wish there was a man to speak to. But my mom, she worked three, four jobs and she did all the things. She was empowered. Um, so for me being married, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, you know, um, you know, being with a, my wife who is empowered, who is, uh, you know, alongside me. She is my co-pastor. She's not my assistant pastor. She's my co-pastor. She's my co-writer. We run the home together. We run businesses together. We, we, you know, j- j- you know, uh, it, 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 it's almost like you have two all-stars in, 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 on, on the team mm. and it's a good thing. Is a good thing because when I'm having my down days, I can just pass on the ball to her and she can do what she needs to do. So I believe that if a man is intimidated by a woman who is empowered, that man needs to really check himself and really needs to get some counseling so that they can deal with some 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 issues. Because oftentimes what we have is we have we have people um, um, in, in the body of a man, but the mind is of a boy. Mm. So they have issues with that. So they got issues. So they'll see the empowered w- woman as mommy's trying to tell me what to do. And I don't live with mommy no more. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me what to do. No. You know, I respect women who can go out there and make things happen. And I believe that, sh- that should make the man also want to get, up, get, off, get, you know, get off his seat and do something with his life as well. You know, I think sometimes men, they want a woman who is so submissive. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the biblical submissive, but just submissive in life, like anything goes, whatever, you know, wherever the, wherever, wherever the wind blows, we, you know, we'll go. Um, so that they don't, so they're not intimidated in their manhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I like my dad when my wife challenges me. You know, she is my, you know, go-to person in terms of accountability. Mm-hmm. Why have you done this? You say you're going to write this book. Why have you done it? You say you're going to do this. You're going to travel there. Why have you done this? You know. Those things are, are powerful for me, and I think they energize me, and they add to me rather than take away from me. Okay. Ayo. Wow. <laughs> How can I come back to that? <laughs> okay. Um, I do believe as well, actually. I do believe. Pastor G, thank you so much for that. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you, bro. Um, I do believe that this whole topic we've been talking about today, I think it's a, it's a topic of identity, mainly yeah. identity, yeah. Um, especially for yeah. men. Okay? And mm-hmm. if we talk about being a provider, see... Providing isn't what man a man does. That's not what he does. That's who he mm. is. He is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when yeah. a man feels that he's not being able or allowed to be himself, mm-hmm. he has a challenge mm-hmm. with that. Okay. Yes. Now, now coming back to um, obviously um, being independent. Okay. I don't think, and I, 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 I hope, and I don't think this should be a problem for a man who is strong and clear about who it is yeah. in christ and his position 100. and his role okay in the house yeah. um and i that's why i believe that every man out there should obviously encourage their women to use pastor g's words to be em- to empower their women mm. okay to be free and to be able to be all they can be okay um as much as god has given them the grace to be basically you know mm-hmm. so um and i just think that it's a case of identity and every man out there need to know who they are in christ because if you know who you are you don't mind about your woman earning more than you or traveling the Come world on. or doing all this but yeah, you will help her you will mentor exactly. her you will coach her to be the best she can because that's your job as a man Come so on. and while she's doing that she's bringing glory to god and to Come you on. Mm. Understand and to you as well. So um, and 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 think about it. It's a win-win. If your woman is empowered, it's really and truly a win-win. And also, it's a testament to you as a man. You know that you know this. This is this is your work, obviously, in in a way. Do you know what I mean? Because you've been there. You've supported her. You've helped her to be like that. So enjoy it. Okay. So then, how do you deal with uh, an independent woman who is so like just 
so strong-headed and it's just like you know you, you you know you're in a relationship with her but she just wants to do everything how for you as a man how would you deal with that toby can i just say this yeah? triple um so you know scripture says that do not be une- do not be unequally yoked yeah mm. um and we usually use that in the context of, of believer and unbeliever mm-hmm. um when you would back in those times when you ha- would have to plow the field you would have to put two animals this is where the scripture came from, you have to put two animals of yeah. the same species together mm. so you have to yeah. put an ox on an ox or a donkey a donkey yeah. or yeah. a dog on a dog you can't do a, an ox and a dog because what would happen yeah. is that one would slow down the other Okay, then they will mm. both be unable to fulfill their purpose. So I do yeah. believe that Christians can be unequally yoked between themselves because at mm. the end of the day, when you're running this race of life, you're not meant to be running at 100% of your full speed and looking behind you to see if the person you're spending mm. the rest of your life with can keep... You're supposed to look over your shoulder. You're supposed to be running side by side. Yeah. If one person is slowing down the other or behind the other, that means there's just going to be... You know, they're both not working to the full potential of yeah. where they're supposed to be at. Now, to come to the question that you asked, if a woman is working to her full potential and she feels that she has to pull herself back to accommodate for a man i think that man's not for her because no seriously speaking then no because i you shouldn't be a woman who's earning 100k who's doing high-flying business transactions and you're you know you're pursuing god and you're a worshiper and then this guy is not any of those things and then you Mm. are afraid to be that woman simply because you want to accommodate for this man you're unequally old like so yeah, what yeah. you then what that from from a man's perspective you then need to ask yourself all right this woman i'm pursuing I, do i have the countenance the demeanor the resources mm-hmm. the character the all of that stuff not only just to be by her side but to cover her like and if i oh. don't then either i need to question where am i at life or this woman isn't for me because if a yeah. woman has to pull herself back in a little bit just to accommodate for a man that's not fair mm-hmm. I agree. That's not fair. I agree. One hundred percent. Just to interject to that, if you don't mind, just quickly, please. Yeah, cool. I think another issue that uh, many men also have as well is that they feel that um, women who are aiming high in life, it's like they they feel as though that the woman expects the same thing from them. Okay, what I mean by that is that I do feel as though that many men out there as well, because they feel like okay, just like uh, as uh, my brother was saying just now, that um, if um, if I'm not doing basically what this woman is doing if i'm not aiming i'm not achieving as high as that therefore i'm less of a man okay and and i've come to realize nowadays that even the successful women out there they don't necessarily want their man they don't necessarily expect their man okay to to be doing the same thing as them to be do you know what i mean do you know what I mean? To be doing mm. the same, very same thing as mm. them as well. My point is this, right? At the end of the day, I think a woman out there just wants a man to know his responsibility. Mm. And I'm a believer that real manhood is knowing your responsibility, accepting that responsibility and delivering on that responsibility. Okay? Oh. And it's as simple as that. Okay? And I believe that no matter, even if the woman is a president, if a man mm. knows that position, fulfills that mm. he, he doesn't even have to earn that much as long as he fulfills that then he's sweet basically cheers oh well all right can, now can, can, can i interject as well can i interject <laughs> I think it's, it's good that us men are talking and this is why i love as well because a lot of times people say that you know uh when it comes to these kind of topics um the the men's voice are often kind of muffled out we mm-hmm. don't get to talk but this is powerful to hear my brothers talking about this and it's for me it's really encouraging and, and these are two guys that I, I i know daily all right and i, I, w- I want to just echo uh what both my brothers have said as well because um uh one experience that i've had before 
was of a of a woman who came to us who we were speaking to. She's highly successful, doing a great work, earning a lot of money. The man who she was at that point, thank goodness, is an ex-relationship now. Um, he felt so intimidated by her success that he felt like he had to bully her. Wow. Yeah. In a relationship so that mm-hmm. he can just have some kind of playing ground so he can feel something about himself. So this is also a warning to ladies as well. Mm-hmm. Some men are intimidated by your success. Yeah. Please don't go for those guys. Please. Yeah. All right. Please. Because in a relationship, they will they will try to suppress you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe it was yep. Triple that said it that look, you know, you don't want to be running and they're all, all constantly looking back. You know, you know, you know the analogy the um the analogy. If you look keep looking back while you're running, you will trip, you will miss your purpose and your mm-hmm. destiny because you're waiting for some joker to catch up with you who doesn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Now back to what um uh, Iosage Sage mentioned, you know. Women don't always need the man. I mean, she went into his relationship knowing what the man was in terms of his yes. earning capacity at that point. Yes. She was okay with that. Mm. She believed that he had other qualities that he could bring to the table that allowed him to be the man, a protector, a provider. And provide pro- protecting somebody is not just about muscles, it's about protecting someone's heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. providing is just it's not just about bringing on the bacon, mm-hmm. but it's about providing comfort, it's providing so refuge that when the woman comes home, she feels secured in what she is mm. you, you know what i'm saying it's, yeah, it's more than just yeah, money yeah, but yeah. this man unfortunately did not uh wasn't happy with that mm. because he was earning so less money than she was in terms of uh, financial capital he felt he had to bully her so that's something that we have to warn people about whether mm. somebody's a christian or not this thing is a real issue that we need to deal with as well yeah. because that man he was a christian wow wow it's so, so true. Wow. But going back to what we're saying, it's about identity. identity. I think a lot of the things yeah. that we're speaking about yeah. is about identity. Mm. Why, you know, you know, why, why would you, why would you feel intimidated? Mm. You know, money is, well, you know, one of the things that we said before we 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 went into a marriage was this: that look, is our money, our money, whether it's you bringing it in, whether it's me bringing it in, is our money. We put in the same pot. And you know what? Glory to God. We can build a great family and build a great foundation and we can finance the, the, the things of the kingdom of God. So, you know, and we, we're all meant to be stewards. If we, look, if we look at our finances from a stewardship and Christian point of view, mm-hmm. we are stewards. We don't earn it. The Bible says he's, he, God he's gave good. us. He gave us the power to get wealth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It. It's not really our education. It's not really, you know, he gave us the power to get wealth. Mm-hmm. So we are stewards of it. So if you're going to now use that money to suppress somebody or to dangle it as bait in front of someone's face, then we've been bad stewards. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so this conversation is going to continue on the next episode of A Candid Podcast. Whatever you do, don't miss it.